Hello, my loves. Happy Sunday. Yay. I am here. Didn't I record an episode last week? Um, I was going through it, y'all, honestly and truthfully. And I had I had to take a personal day. I had to take a personal week. <laughs> I was like, they'll be all right, you know, till next week. And hopefully, you know, y'all are all right. <laughs> Um, I hope y'all are doing good. Um, I missed recording. I got this script out so like fiery. It, it was just, it was on my heart, my mind, my body, my soul, my head, my shoulders, my knees, and my toes, honey. Like it was in my fingers and I had to get it out. And I was typing so like, you know, and because it just rings so true you know I'm declaring 2022 this is my villain era it is I'm putting on the cloak I'm putting on the shoes the hat the three-piece suit the makeup all of it I'm putting it on if that means I get to focus on me You know, put my energy that I've been giving out to others and just keep it to me while healthily connecting to others, then of course I'll be a villain (laughs) because honestly, sometimes, well, most of the time when you take the energy that you've been overextending back, you'll be labeled as a villain And I guess for 2022, I'm embracing it and I'm declaring it. I'm reclaiming it. I'm claiming it, not even reclaiming it. I'm just claiming it, you know? And I think that's important for us as healing beings because some people may not like you healing, honey. They may want you to stay the same. They may like the benefit that they get from you being unhealed. Who, child? You know what? Let's get into it. Who am I? I am Nicole Hills. Hello. If this is your first time here, hi. I hope that, you know, you're having a good time already. (laughs) And I hope that you stay for some other episodes because I drop a lot, a lot of knowledge. And I focus on, you know, healing for my content, specifically inner child healing, because childhood is so important. It's riddled with so many answers that we seek now in the present. And if you go through your childhood, you'll learn not only about yourself, not only about your true authentic self, but also about your max self, you know, the self that wears a mask now that you're trying to take off. And if you feel like, you know, you're in that um, situation, definitely embrace inner child healing and watch your life change. (laughs) I'm weird today, but that's like any day, honey. It's fun to be weird, whatever. Anyway, I, if you did not know, along with this podcast, I also create content across multiple social media platforms. Instagram is at Nicole.Heels, and you can find my content on there. I also make content on TikTok at Nicole Heels and Twitter at Nicole Heels. So if you want to check me out over there, give me a like, a comment, a shout out, a ZM about um, how much I am your favorite podcaster and how you love my content so much. I appreciate it. All the people who have done it already. (laughs) And um, yeah, I really like interacting with y'all. It is really fun. It's really like crazy to me. Like, wow, people really listen to me. That's crazy. Anyway, I also am on Patreon, you know, I have articles on there, writing on there. And if you want to support me in general as a creator, definitely subscribe, 
every month $4.44 a month and get some additional healing if you would like to contribute to this podcast you can hit my cash app and Venmo both are N-I-C-C-C-1 and you can make a donation there um also wherever you're listening to this if they have an option to write a review go on and write a review you know don't be scared I'll see it and I will smile and (laughs) life will be good but for real it helps um other people to find me it helps other people um who may not you know know me find this podcast and get some additional healing and just further spread you know not just my content but the healing which is important so definitely go on and do that and thank you so much in advance (sighs) getting into the episode I decided I'm in my villain era y'all my healthy villain era which is really only just my autonomous era you know my emotional autonomous era and I'm gonna tell you why you know because often people who are really just autonomous you know who are really just independent and who are really just choosing not to play the game, the ego game, the codependent games, and people who just have great boundaries get labeled as villains. And I know this, and I know a lot of y'all already know this because, you know, this is a societal game. You know, it's a matrix. And you got to be conditioned into it. But there was a point when we were children, And we didn't know the social customs and rules of this society, especially the emotional ones. And we were trying to flex our autonomy and our independence, you know, as naturally humans do as they develop, (laughs) you know, that was a natural thing for us to do. And we got in trouble for it. You know, we got shamed for it. We got called selfish when we actually really just did not know the the social rules and customs. You know, we were labeled these labels and, and made to feel as if we were unloving. We were selfish by our parents, you know, only because they assumed selfishness because we did not cater to them in some way. That's what I mean when I talk about being a villain, you know, because it's getting back to that space from childhood where we are not overextending because back then we didn't know how yet. We didn't know the social customs, but now that we know the rules, Now that we're getting healing, we can get back to our true self and truly know within us that we are actually not the villain. You know, we're not selfish. We're not unloving. We're not all of these things that we may have been called just because we did not prioritize someone else's emotional experience over our own. And so we can um, proclaim villainry (laughs) and we can do it with a smile because I would rather, much rather be labeled a villain than ever be a people pleaser again. Woo! Woo! I just got to chill. Come on now. I would rather be labeled a villain than ever be a people pleaser I know somebody is with me on that. Come on now. Come on. And so, usually we get labeled as villains anyway. Because this society is really just so codependent. You know, we have this culture of fixating on other people. Um, 
overextending themselves, you know, fixating that people should, feeling entitled to that, feeling entitled to to other people's overgiving and overgiving ourselves. Oh, and and other people overreceiving them demanding what they feel owed to them, our emotional labor. Especially if you're a woman, especially if you're a feminine and you identify with those um terms. And people rely on this to feel whole because we as a society don't have emotional intelligence. We are emotionally immature. Not me. Y'all be easy though. And I want y'all to say that too, (laughs) because we all healing. We all got emotional maturity and intelligence, you know? And we can proclaim that and say that with confidence and flex that with confidence. That's really what I want y'all to do and know from this episode. It's okay to flex your healing with confidence. Flex those boundaries with confidence. And know that you're not being selfish. Don't get pulled into the guilt. Just because someone would rather stay the same. Just because someone would rather stay linked to their pain, you know? And of course, it would be great if they came around, but you do not, you just cannot give them what they need. And they think they can get it from other people. And we as a society think we can get it from other people, you know? If they just loved us more, if they just gave us more. But ultimately... True healing comes when we realize there is like a trap door under us where the love from other people, the overgiving from other people, it just falls out. That door stops becoming a trap. It starts, well, actually we start just building a foundation with ourselves so that the door don't even matter and start actually filling up with love, with compassion, with these things that we need, our needs, our emotional needs, when we give it to ourselves, you know? And we as a society just don't know that collectively anymore. And so we are codependent. And so we feel like we need each other and each other's emotional labor in order to feel whole, you know? And like I said, we're conditioned this way. We all do it. While I do believe we are all owed empathy and authenticity and the truth and compassion that comes with love you know, an energy of love, a vibration of love that is within us. All of that, of course, comes with nuance. You know, if you want a, 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 a if you want an example of nuance or a lack thereof, look at social media. And when you think, I just wrote this in my notes this morning. This was a message given to me because I know there are, are other misunderstood form former misunderstood children that really just hate being misunderstood. But when we live in a world where people can only understand up to their level of perception, we gotta embrace that we will always be misunderstood and people will always twist our words to make themselves the 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 right run one excuse me you know to make themselves the victim and so know that the abuser can always take the words meant for the victim you know and twist them to make themselves seem like the victim You know, that is just something that happens. So think of that when you think of nuance, you know? And so the nuance that I want you to think about is based on the definition of love that we have. 
and all of the things surrounding it, you know, like forgiveness and empathy and being nice or kind and etc. If we are a society that thrives both on individualism and codependency at the same exact time, we all have to watch out and be cognizant and aware of the ways in which we are taught to over-receive while giving out the bare minimum, you know? And please trust, this is entirely different than unconditionally giving love without expecting anything back, you know? Because we have to remember context. What I'm describing is that I'm going to twist things to always look in my favor where I don't have to give anything while I guilt and judge and shame people, possibly, you know, with my, my victim title that I've given myself into going above and beyond to please me while I don't feel like I really have to give anything back because they should give out of the goodness of their heart. You know, that's empathy. Trust, no, it ain't. And people will really go above and beyond to to convince you that it is. You know, what I'm describing is that mindset where, oh, I'm going to position myself as an authority of some sort, you know, and, and lean into the power dynamic where I am on top. That is placed for certain people within the society so that I can reap the rewards of others extending emotional labor and loving energy to me while I just worry about myself as an individual, you know, and, and whoever doesn't comply, then in that aspect, I am the victim. You see, you see how absolutely twisted this can be. People will twist. Trust me, they will turn. They will scream and shout, honey. (laughs) And they will fight for their right to receive over giving and convince you that they are entitled to it. Woo. Jeez. And so if we are a society that has those types of structures in place, you know, where, where things like that can thrive, best believe our definitions of true love, of true empathy, true compassion and forgiveness are going to be skewed in that favor, you know, in the, in the favor of the harmer, the abuser, the self-proclaimed victim, the taker, You know, the person that had the position and took advantage. You know, the definitions that we have, that that we hold and believe to be so true are most likely going to be inappropriate. They're going to be inherently codependent because as a society, we are conditioned to be that. And so it's up to us to become aware of that without needing the validation from others, you know, and them seeing this point of view. It's up to us to be that villain that takes our own energy back, you know, that moves forward, grounded in our truth, the truth that we came up with. You know, it's up to us to continue to use our own discernment in order to navigate our own lives. You know, because this is what that is. This is that we use in our own discernment over the words of others, era. We use in our eyes, era. We clearly see in other people's behavior and making judgments off of them based on if they are a right fit for us in our lives era this is that we trust in our feelings more era over the judgments we receive for doing so over blindly trusting era and 
we still trust in our feelings, even if those feelings change later. Because here's the thing. There may have been people in our lives that made us feel like we always had to be right. You know, in order in order to be accepted, in order to be loved, you know, and most likely they were our parents, but also they were most likely also our peers who were getting that work from their parents. And so they um, began to mirror it in their friendships. And so overall in life at home and at school you know and maybe even in your free time with friends from school you felt like you always had to be right you felt so self-conscious you know and when it comes to our parents that's why they interjected so much and and interrupted your development so that they could always make sure you were right and they thought they were doing us a, a, a service. <laughs> they thought they were loving us by doing that. But really, they just made us very self-conscious. And so think also about the fact that whenever you ever dared, dared to go out on your own discernment, you damn sure had to make sure you had the ultimate golden key that everything was perfect that you had the golden answer that you came up that you followed the yellow brick road and you came back with some gold honey (laughs) because if it turned out wrong you made a mistake a wrong decision or it it all turned out to be a wrong turn then best believe they were there to tell you about it You know, and so when it comes to developing self trust for your own villain era, you got to remember the simple fact that you are human. That's the only thing you're obligated to be human, not right, not perfect, you know, not any of the standards people have held you to, none of them. You're not obligated to be that. You're not responsible to be that. Your only responsibility in this life is to be human. And you know what being human is about? Making mistakes. Evolving. How are you going to evolve if you know everything all the time ever? Come on. Come on now. Yep. Let, let, let me speak directly to your inner child. Let that message go directly to them. Let let them be angry. Because I know a lot of us grew up angry. Every time we made a mistake, it was a whole hullabaloo. But let our parents make a mistake. Everybody had to be hush-hush. Nobody could mention it. It was never such a discussion. You know, it was never a a group family phone call. It was never a, oh, y'all, let me tell y'all what this person did you know you could never bring it up and I know I hated that (laughs) because I'm like no let's 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 bring the whole village in since whenever I do something wrong the whole village is here to hear about it let's bring them in let's break out the soapbox where is it at let's get the megaphone let's get the microphone and the speakers Let's let's talk about your mistake. Who? But child, I digress. <laughs> anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways, 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 cuz I could go on and on about that. But anyways. You're only obligated to be human, you know? Not right. You're not obligated to prove yourself. You're not obligated to prove your decisions and your way of thinking to this authoritative figure. You know, a lot of us, yes, even at our big ages, need to remind this about um, to ourselves. You know, 
need to speak to our inner child more often and say that we don't have to answer to anyone but ourselves. And if we make a mistake in in our lives, we will not get in trouble. Sometimes that's the source of your anxiety, of your current anxiety. You know, it may be the same anxiety that you had as a child where every time you made a mistake, you got anxious because you just knew you were going to get in trouble, you know? So maybe the next time you feel really anxious, maybe you make a human mistake. Look at yourself in the mirror or just close your eyes and put your hand over your heart. Check in and say, we will not get in trouble. We are not going to get in trouble. And sometimes that is really all you need. Whoo. And so... If you go out and trust your feelings and it turned out that what you felt wasn't true, you know, and that the other person may be quote unquote right. Because like when it comes to feelings, I don't like labeling it as like solely right or wrong. You know, emotions are an experience and we need to treat it like that. We don't need to treat them as these definite things or these things that need to be definite because they're not there for that. That's not their function. Their function is to inform us (laughs) about ourselves, you know, about our life experience. They're here to help us. They're here to help us learn. And so if we're just going around trying to make them absolutely right and absolutely and other people's absolutely wrong we're going about our feelings the wrong way because just because you feel something doesn't automatically mean that it's true but it's still your emotional experience it's still valid in the way that they are present you know they are there so they still deserve to be sifted through It's not like, oh, they're not true, so they don't matter anymore. No. You know? And so when it turns out that though your feelings were there, they weren't necessarily true, there's no need to, like, fall on your sword and cry and throw up and and relinquish all trust from yourself. You know? You never set up that type of environment your parents did or you know insert person or people here did (laughs) and best believe you can get yourself out and being in your villain era will do it honey (laughs) so join me join me in this era you know this is that we check in ourselves on our own people pleasing era who that acknowledgement that we all have our own emotional experience and choosing to tend to it era before we tend to anyone else's era. Come on. Come on now. This is that I can't, I cannot feel your feelings for you era. And I refuse to try to anymore. This is that acknowledgement that we all have our own emotional experience and we choosing to tend to it first, Era. Come on now. Come on, somebody. And that somebody is me. (laughs) This is that I don't answer to nobody, Era. I know your inner teenager will like that. (laughs) This is that misunderstand me, Era. You know? This is that boundaries era. This is that non-people pleasing era that return yourself back to, you know, and from whence you came era. This is that I'm returning your energy and your emotions back to you and leaving you to deal with your own emotional experience era, you know, because you're grown era. 
this that I'm not giving above and beyond the moving the moon and the stars, you know, above and beyond my means era. This that I'm staying on Earth era. <laughs> And I'm catching the moon and the stars on my own time era. For me, era. This, that, I'm not going to go above and beyond my means for you. Just because you don't know how to deal with your feelings, era. And deal with your discomfort surrounding other people daring to have boundaries, era. This got me hot. And I hope it got y'all hot too. Because you deserve to be hot over this. Come on. Insert some some yourself. Journal about it. Shout it out right now. Think it in your mind if you want to train or something and it's not socially acceptable to shout. But if you are on the train and it got you hot enough, make sure you shout it. Tell it to everybody so they know not to mess with you. <laughs> I definitely condone it. Let's get it. You know? This is that you're a you're a grown adult just like me, Era. She come on. That type that type of tough love, Era. You know? And when I talk about tough love, please know I'm not talking about a person who force feeds people their bluntness, which is really just meanness, you know, their shadiness and their own projections and insecurities, and then cries wolf. When people ask them to take the spoon, not even out their mouth, but out their throat, you know, rather, I'm talking about somebody simply staying in their truth and not catering it. And really, when I say catering, changing its inherent makeup just to enable someone else so that that someone else can continue to avoid the ways that they have harmed you yeah we we in our healthy empathy era our healthy boundaries era you know where you set the definition and it's it's not i'm gonna give you what you want just because it would make you feel good you know Never that era. (laughs) I'm not going to stay in connection with you and further enable your harm and the reality that you want to live in where everything is just peaches and cream and you are never the villain and it's everybody else. This is that era. You know? It, it, It... It's not the era where the other person can always be the victim somehow. We're not letting that slide. We're not compromising our truth for that anymore. Because it's not empathy. You know? We are refusing to walk around on eggshells. All anxious. While the other person cakewalks all comfortable. Just so that they can just generally cakewalk all comfortable. You know, this is that I'm not going to be how you want me to be to help you stay and live in a reality that you would just really like to be real and true. This is that that's not my responsibility anymore, Era. This is that it never was, Era. You know, and this is that it never should have been placed on me ever. And I'm choosing to take it off, Era. This is that knowing era. That trusting, knowing, and trusting self over people who just really want me to trust them blindly, ever so badly, solely so that they can just feel good and powerful and no other reasons. You know, nothing to do with them being right, actually being right, actually having great solutions, actually having the means and the qualifications to lead you know them having none of that but but you know just wanting to 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 feel like a leader <laughs> you know just wanting to feel like a cute little leader you know feel cute <laughs> no you know 
we're not doing that no more just so that they can dress it all up in these words and condition and ideas of respect and love and and selfishness and honor thy mother and thy father because they don't know how to take it and and deal with the fact that someone doesn't want to blindly trust them this is that i'm leaving you to deal with your own discomfort era and i'm not peeking in to try and understand it because it's not my job you know This is not, you will not project onto me, Era, because I will block it. (laughs) This is that I cannot and will not care more about you and your feelings than me and my own, Era. No matter how much you just want me to and how much you truly think and believe that that is love. This is that your guilt will not work on me anymore, Era. This is that I'm not fucking 10 years old anymore, Era. That you can't manipulate me with your feelings anymore. That I'm not catering to your emotional experience anymore. And I'm not placing them above mine. And I'm not making, allowing you to make it mine and everybody else's whole reality. Because you think that's what will get you empathy. Because you've learned in your trauma that that is what gets people to care about your feelings in the way that you want them to. You know? Like, who? Best believe... I'm trying to debate. Should I get into this? This is just a thing that happens with a lot of parents because we got to know parents are people too. And a lot of our parents are people who, like you, have had their emotions dismissed, not prioritized at all, you know, not had emotions in general in their families um, thought about, let alone prioritized. And so they were just, their emotions were always being passed up for the good of the family, you know, and passed up for their parents. And so someone just extending empathy to them may not feel like enough. They may feel like, no, my feelings are important and they may feel like they have to prove that and in proving that, they go and make it the most everyone's most important thing to deal with you know and everyone must tend to them before they tend to themselves and to them that is care to them that is empathy to them that is compassion and love you know and that's what i mean when people are in their victim status they will convince you and guilt you in that way And that's why this is so important. I just want to stress, y'all. It's so important to to be what this villain ever represents, which is just prioritization of self. Because when you do that, you will be able to see through so much and not feel guilty when you give yourself love. When you give yourself your basic and genuine needs. And you won't feel guilty for having those needs. Because ultimately you don't deserve to feel guilty like that. Just for having needs. You're human. You don't deserve to feel shameful for that. That's not right. It wasn't right then and it's not right now. And it's not right, honestly, that you have to deal with this aftermath that was done to you but best believe that you deserve to have it dealt with and if that person has to be only you then so be it but give that to yourself you know give yourself that healing 
that acknowledgement that your feelings matter to me. They are val you are valuable to me and you matter so much that I'm going to pick up the slack where this other person fell off. I'm going to clean up the mess here that never should have been here. And we're going to get up and heal. You deserve somebody like that in your corner. And it deserves to be you there. You being that person first and foremost. Hmm. You know? And that is how... What I all of that I just described is how codependency starts in the home. You know, our parents making us hyper vigilant to their feelings and emotions and care about pleasing them and their preferences more than we care about anything. You know, then we care about ourselves. Then we care about our needs like we're caring about so much about their preferences over our needs and they position themselves in that way and we comply to it solely out of a sense of safety and wanting safety in being connected to and staying connected to and staying um in love you know staying in their good graces staying safe is how we become codependent it's how it's ingrained you know this is how our emotional maturity is disrupted and stunted because we no longer focus on our own experience and emotions because now we're worried about catering to someone else's for a sense of safety you know we're worried about if we cry too loud what's gonna happen to us you know what's mommy gonna do what daddy's gonna do what are you know whoever raised us what they're gonna do if we cry too loud if we're sad for too long you know we may get in trouble if we show anger that's classified as disrespect and we run the risk of what was severe danger at that point in our lives as children, you know, worried about if our emotions are too big and we express them too much, then how that's going to set mommy off and make her sad, you know, and make her sad that we're sad that she made us sad. (laughs) And later, how we're going to end up having to disrupt our emotional labor on ourselves to then conduct that work, that labor on her so that she feels better. And you know what? Let's just, let's just take that and breathe that in. This is why I do what I do, y'all, because it breaks my heart. First of all, my own inner child healing breaks my heart. And to know that other people are dealing with the same thing of feeling guilty for... Number one, being ourselves, but wanting to give ourselves love and not thinking to give another person love before we give it to ourselves and and being punished for it, being shamed and judged for it, having to deal with these shame wounds about things that aren't even real, that are not even accurate. That breaks my heart that we all go through this. And I just think we deserve to prioritize ourselves 
and know that we are not selfish for doing so. We deserve to be healthy and that should not be a controversial statement or demeanor and energy to walk in. It shouldn't be. This is that I cannot love you out your pain. People please you out your pain. Respect you, quote unquote, out your pain. Submit to you out your pain. Remain docile to you out your pain. Remain the same person for you out your pain era. We should not be scared and feeling guilty about wanting to tend to our emotional experience and not meet other people in their emotional experience and expect them to work on it on their own because you cannot heal for them and you cannot feel their feelings for them. It should not be such a controversial thing, but it is because it is codependent as society. And when we go through that in the home, when we grow up with shame already in the mix, you know, but now we go to encounter, oh, I just saw 1111, period. Now we encounter, that's, that's, (laughs) that's confirmation. It's time to be a villain, honey. (laughs) But anyway, now we grow up and encounter social shame and we become emotionally self-conscious and worried overall about catering to the emotional status quo set by society of being unbothered, you know, being nonchalant, numbing ourselves, matching energy, meeting people where they're at. That's how we learn it. That's how we learn to peer into other people's emotional experience to then inform our own. And we learn to disrupt ourselves and our emotional development this way. We learn it twice, twofold, double. And best believe the result is quadruple, honey. You know, because two plus two weeks before. <laughs> anyway. um, Yeah. And so we don't want to be caught out here being too emotional, you know, or more emotional than the other party, you know, because if we do, then there's dangers awaiting us, social dangers, just like in the home, just like we felt in the home. You know, that includes societal shame. Shamed twice. Imagine that. And so, overall, we become worried about giving that energy that we should be extending and using on ourselves, but learning to use it on others without even having a second thought about it. You know, this is how that happens. This is the result of learning it twice, that it becomes now programming. It becomes subconscious, a subconscious belief that we can't even detect anymore. So ingrained that it becomes automatic. So ingrained that we may believe it's the right way and feel guilty and shameful and selfish when coming into our villainry, but really just our autonomy. Who? And this is why I wanted to talk about this, you know, to trigger or uncover that automatic response, to shine a light on it, you know, that tells us it's more acceptable to people, please. And confusing that sense of acceptance with actual love. Confusing that acceptance with love. That acceptance getting equated with love. And it mattering more than our internal, mental, and emotional health. 
You deserve to believe and see people simply for who they are and what they show you and make judgments based on it and not give out and promising people the benefit of the doubt, even if people believe that you deserve to give it to them or they deserve to receive it from you, even if people feel entitled to it. Because speaking from my own life, and I know y'all can relate, there are people who were supposed to give me something back, you know, based on what I gave them and didn't, you know? And of course, you know, you got to think of that nuance. Of course, people don't give just to receive back, but it's just like, yo, I'm given. And now you made me start to think, what am I getting back? You know, if we're here and if it's just us two and and we forming something, you're supposed to give me something back. (laughs) And they didn't, you know? My parents who were supposed to give me things based off the strength of who they were and didn't. Friends that are supposed to, you know, there's friend stuff that you got to give in order to truly be a friend and didn't. People who were ultimately ultimately supposed to fill out the basic definitions of who they were and wanted to be to me and did not people who have chosen themselves and their own pain and the chains of their own demons over being a better person to me and so I declare I get to see that for what it is And judge that person based on what they've given me and determine if I want them in my life. You know, I declare that that's my decision. And I don't have to meet them in their emotional experience if they are not happy with that. You know? Because when and how and why did it become disrespectful in any way to simply acknowledge that for what the fuck it is to trust what I'm being shown even if they are family (gasps) you know like I don't know why people love to sweep this under the rug or try to say like try to try to dismiss harm And I think because it gets so muddy when you think about it with family, sometimes family crosses lines and you may not feel very forgiving. And I just feel like everyone is entitled to that. And it doesn't have to get swept under the rug. Your feelings don't have to get swept under the rug. The harm that you experience does not have to get swept under the rug solely because someone is related to you. And so if you are harmed and then you make a judgment and you act according to that judgment of, you know what, I think... I don't really want this person in my life at all or that much into my life. I think I'm going to fall back from this person and not in like a petty way, not in a passive aggressive way. You know, like you invite the whole family, but purposely don't invite them. (laughs) Like maybe that happens, but the intention is just because you want to protect your peace. And I feel like you're entitled to that. I feel like you're entitled to trust what you've been shown. I think you're entitled to trust what you feel and have felt and act according to that, solely to that, you know? Because when, how, and why did it become you're a bad, mean, vindictive, selfish, unloving person 
for trusting me and my behavior. <laughs> you know, for seeing my behavior for what it is and then judging me and the situation on that and then acting accordingly. You know, when did we become bad, horrible people for choosing our own Well, for choosing on our own, with our own discernment, our boundaries with certain people, you know? And that's the thing. Other people, yeah, this is going to go a little over an hour, but y'all still rocking with me, right? Yep, absolutely. Because y'all probably didn't even notice anyway. (laughs) Anyway... We got to understand, like I said before, this is the other side to it. Just because you feel the thing does not mean those feelings are true. And so on this flip side, this person who has harmed you and is now having to deal with the consequences of their actions, they may feel singled out. They may feel rejected. You know, that may trigger wounds within them. But because they are uncomfortable, well, not emotionally mature, number one, but also uncomfortable with these feelings, they may try to flip them to make themselves the victim. And so then label you with all of these titles, And probably even go on a smear campaign with your other family just because you decided to set a boundary with them. You know? Because you dared to use your own discernment with them specifically. And they may be shocked because maybe your family, you know, are enablers as well and nobody has had the guts maybe (laughs) but taking that initiative to set a boundary with them and uphold it and that may make them feel very uneasy but just because that it does not mean you've done anything wrong you know it doesn't Because you get to choose on your own and deal accordingly as you see fit how to deal with people that harm you versus looking at, oh, how they believe they should be treated as a harmer, you know, their comfort. It shouldn't be in the mix. It's all about how you have been harmed and you deserve to prioritize yourself in that way. And this is why it should be your villain error too. Because why would anyone want to be a harmer and for you, the harm, to make it up to them? You know? To exist and deal with their harm in a way that is convenient for them and allows them to skate free without having to do any emotional labor on their part and gain any self-awareness and learn any emotional intelligence and feel and be given the consequences to their actions. Why would they want that from, um, from you? You know, what emotionally healthy person would? And that's what you need to think about. I really have to reiterate this. You got to think about the fact that people will do anything. The ego will do anything to stay in protection. To stay in someone's comfort zone. To stay in a position where they can stay comfortable especially when it comes to our emotional wounds. And so you got to step away 
in this villain era, you got to step away from trusting other people so blindly because they will lead you astray if that means they get to stay comfortable. They will allow you to suffer if it means that you get to, I mean, they get to stay comfortable. They will turn a blind eye. They will avoid your discomfort if it means they get to stay comfortable. They will guilt you into fulfilling that role for them so that they can stay in a reality where they are comfortable. And trust me, it's heartbreaking when those people are your parents. I know. And I'm sorry. You know, my heart goes out for everyone that resonates with that. You know? And your love, ultimately, for yourself has to be, it has to be stronger than and um a wrong inaccurate definition of love that another person has you know that another person set and and that they're trying to make you adhere to you know a sense of boundless love you know where there is no boundaries and you can have no preferences it's just what they are able to give Your love for yourself has to be stronger than a sense of boundless empathy and love for others. You know, you don't have to be that person that always forgives. You know, you don't have to be that person that always extends love. You should not have to extinguish your truth. And you should not have to Put your true needs on the back burner. And so, this is that I trust me era. That I'm going to leave you to deal with it how you deal with it era. This is that I leave era. (laughs) This is that I exit era. (laughs) this is that I am simply not feeling how you would like me to feel just because it allows you to be comfortable era this is that I'm no longer fixing my face era that you not giving me something to cry about era because you already done gave me something to cry about era because I'm already crying This is that I'm just staying true in my emotions era and not catering them to you and how you would like them to look era so that you don't have to be uncomfortable era so that other people don't have to question you as a parent and you don't and and you don't want to deal with that anxiety era. Come on now. Ooh. Because ultimately People should not be leaning. You shouldn't be leaning on me or anyone else to feel a certain way about you in order for you to feel good. People should not have to forgive you so that you can feel like a good person and parent, you know? And more so... I should not have to forgive you and still have love for you even after you've done me harm in order to feel good about yourself. I want y'all to write that down in y'all journal. Write that statement down. As I said it, that's why I put it in the eye perspective so that you could write it down and then just have a stream of consciousness after. Let your inner child come through and tell you how they feel about it. Because trust me, they got some feelings about it. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) This is that. Allow me to show you that. And be that person to contribute to you kickstarting, releasing that codependency era. (laughs) 
this is that allow me to trigger you error because I'm not changing my truth for you error come on this is that I can't read your mind and I refuse to try error this is that I'm not gonna do that just to be in connection with you error I'm not healing you error I'm not feeling your feelings for you error because I can't this is that give and take not just give error and if that makes me the villain then so be it error <laughs> uh, this was so good to not only write but also record this was such a relief this was such a release I meant to say release but I guess it was a relief too honey and I hope that y'all release something listening to it too I hope that you allow this to be your villain era because you deserve it you deserve emotional autonomy and if nobody else tells you let me tell you it thank y'all so much for listening I love y'all so much and y'all will hear me in the next one Y'all have a good rest or start of y'all week, child. Goodbye.